Hey everyone, Shane here from Paperback Behavior, and I am here with another episode of Paperback Shorties, uh, and whatever we're going to call it, we still haven't decided yet, but for now it's going to be called Shorties, and we may decide to change that later. So, uh, anyway... This is one of those episodes. It's a nice quick little dive into some uh, current readings that we're enjoying. Um, and so today I am going to talk about an article that I actually found super awesome um, and, and really totally blew my mind as far as being a clinician goes. And that article is called, Does Teaching an Omnibus Man Preclude the Development of Specifying Mans? And that's written by Shannon Ward, uh, Greg Hanley, Christine Warner, and Ellen Gage. This was published in the Journal of Applied Behavior Analysis, or JABA, uh, in 2021, uh, volume 54, number one, in pages 248 to 269. I'll link it into the chat, or into the, um, not the chat, I'm not doing a chat right now. I'll link it into the notes, the show notes, so you should be able to grab it. So, I want to give a little bit of background on this. Uh, when I started studying behavior analysis, I was always taught verbal behavior is a very particular thing. Uh, which we all know, uh, but a big part of that was ensuring that the learner, when you're teaching mans, that you're teaching specific mans because the man is under a specific MO, right? So we know verbal behavior. The way verbal behavior works is that a man is under control of an EO, um, and it usually benefits the learner as far as Skinner's accounting of verbal behavior goes. Well, I am also not a verbal behavior expert, uh, and I know the field has completely expanded since then uh, with the expansion of relational frame theory and kind of all the stuff that goes along with that. So I'm not going to sit here and pretend to expound upon what a man is and what it truly means to man. That's not me. But what I am going to say is I was always taught you teach specific mans. You don't teach general mans like more or please or eat. You teach more specific things like you would teach cookies or um, something like that. Well, this article, and, and, and I'm not saying that the research doesn't support that. I'm not, I, what I'm saying here is that's what I understood of it. And, uh, and so because a lot of times I'm spending time teaching communication, but I'm kind of doing what works best in that context to prevent somebody from really getting hurt. Here in this article, it talks about teaching omnibus mans and more specific mans. And this is kind of to dispel the myths of the my way bullshit that people get all hung up on. People are all like, oh, my way is that a... No, it actually works. And I'm going to, and this article is a really great kind of proof of concept for how this does work. So in this article, what they've done is they've set up some contingencies and they are working with the learners to teach more general mans. You got three learners uh, that they that they use, and uh, in the experimental design, they're teaching um, my way or excuse me, which some of us have taught for attention, right? We teach that as a general mand for attention. Uh, we do that already, um, or all done, or something like that. So they kind of do all of these or vocal approximations of that. And I'm probably butchering this, so please, Shannon Ward, if you want to reach out and correct me, please do, um, or Greg Hanley or anybody that's an author on this, please tell me that I'm doing this wrong. But they teach these functional communication responses which are my way, excuse me, um, something like that, all done, stuff like that. And so they kind of go forward and they, they expand upon it. They've got my way, please, which is a request. May I have my way, please, so on and so forth. There are a lot of different examples for all these learners, and which is really, really nice. Uh, it moves from my way, please, all the way up to excuse me. Uh, I want my way. I want to stop working. I want my blank, whatever it is. So they kind of expand upon that. So what the data show uh, in this is really, really cool. They show at first you've got a lot of problem behavior. Typically, uh, the learners engaging in some level of problem behavior. Then they teach this functional unit communication uh, program. They teach some kind of communication response. And what ends up happening is uh, when they teach that my way uh, or that omnibus mand, the problem behavior immediately drops off. 
like almost instantly, which you might be going, well, of course, Shane, if that's exactly what happens. But I'm here to tell you that my understanding of verbal behavior was not this. Okay, so this is an understanding that I have gotten out of this. So you teach something like an omnibus man in my way, uh, more please, um, whatever it might be or an approximation or a sign. Um, and then what ends up happening is that behavior increases, the problem behavior increases, and then once that learner has an omnibus manned, they can learn more specific mans. And so this goes on further to, to talk and show how the problem behavior stayed low, very, very low, while under that more specific man training. So they actually were able to use my way and then also train more specific mans, which is, I think, a really important outcome of this. Problem behavior was immediately reduced, or, or whatever term you want to use, uh, challenging behavior, concerning behavior. Um, those behaviors were, were essentially, they dissipated right away, and not because they were extinguishing that behavior or response blocking or anything like that. They were simply teaching a functional communication skill and, and shaping up that verbal response. This article, I'm telling you, has blown my mind so much. And I, I really, really think that for anybody who is kind of a, um, uh, maybe a naysayer about this kind of SBT, PFA process and kind of the, the today's ABA thing, if you're really a naysayer on this, look at these data and then, and then, and then talk to, to have a conversation about it. Because I think there's really something very cool about seeing this work and seeing this work well um because ultimately this is this is a start this is not kind of the end all be all but this is a start and it's showing that not only can you reduce or or help lower that problem behavior that's so concerning that socially significant problem behavior but you can also teach a skill that's very easy to accomplish that's an approximation we shape it up and then we shape up newer responses to kind of branch upon that or branch off of that so anyway I've been reading this. I've been studying some of the PFA stuff and the SBT stuff, and I really, really enjoy it. And I think the data is very promising, and I think it's worth considering instead of ruling it out. Um, and so I, I implore you all to be scientists. I, 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 I am encourage you all to read this article and enjoy it. Um, and, uh, and if not, then that's okay. You're allowed to have your way. Um, but I really, really think you should read this. So anyway... Uh, my mind is blown. Uh, I'm really loving this. Also, they showed this. They showed the data change across all three participants. So it wasn't that it was uh, only one participant. All three of them showed uh, success here. So anyway, I hope that you all enjoy this shorty. I hope that you all go read this. Again, it's Ward, Hanley, Warner, and Gage. Uh, and it's this article titled, Do Omnibus Mans uh, Preclude... I'm sorry, let me make sure I got that pulled up. Do, do Does teaching an omnibus man preclude the development of specifying mans? So the answer is yes, essentially. Um, anyway... I have been Shane. This is a longer shorty, shorty uh, because I'm just really excited about this. Uh, and hopefully you continue listening. Hopefully you've enjoyed the season so far and that we're leading up to. And uh, we'll see you next time, folks. Have a great day. Uh, and uh, we'll talk to you soon.